Welcome to Jesus in Therapy. We're your hosts, Kev and Jess. This is a space where we infuse the Word of God with mental health matters. So sit back, enjoy the conversations, and feel free to follow us in our Facebook group, Jesus in Therapy. Listen, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to stay updated as new episodes are released. Enjoy. Hello there, you are in for a very special treat. This episode is our tribute to all moms everywhere. So before we get started, we'd like to say happy Mother's Day to all of you who are listening. If you have a sister girl, this is the time where you would like to share. Uh, If you are at home, grab yourself a cup of tea or coffee, or if you're washing dishes or in your car, just let this episode play. It is sure to bring a smile and a chuckle to your life, okay? Also, for those of you who have lost, we want you to know that you are seen. This is not a happy holiday for everyone. I am very aware of that. So we just want you to know that you are seen and we pray that God's peace that surpasses all understanding will cover your heart and your mind. And so uh, this episode is going to be really light and fun, but also informational. We start off with a game, but we end off with some mommy truths. So we are very transparent and vulnerable, and we pray that you will be able to be encouraged and empowered by the end of this episode. So sit back, relax, grab your tea, grab your crochet or your knitting, and enjoy this episode where I get to chat with a few friends about motherhood. Well, I just want to thank y'all for coming on. So today on Be Well with Jesus and Therapy, we have some amazing women. I am so excited to have this conversation with these trailblazers, these women making history now. I have known them all, especially in different special ways. And this is just an exciting time for us all to come together. And I've been waiting for the four of us to come together, specifically the four of us to come together for some, some time now. So I want you all to introduce yourselves. I have with us tonight, Nakia Wilkerson, Letitia Gray, and Tiffany May, all who are awesome friends of mine. And I just want to give them a, a second to introduce themselves. So we're going to start with you, Nakia. Okay. I'm Nakia Wilkinson. <laughs> I am originally from Connecticut. I now reside in Raleigh, North Carolina. I am a mama of two and have a bonus baby also. Um, I've been married for going on 12 years now. And hmm, what should I say about myself? So I'm a podcaster as well. I have Nikki Stories podcast. I'm also a photographer and a newly licensed real estate agent in the state of North Carolina and Connecticut. And I'm also a a financial uh, operations coordinator for Anthem. yeah, that's right that's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's, that's just awesome. <laughs> Next, next <laughs> I have our Letitia Gray. Hi, everybody. Um, I am also a North Carolina uh, resident, I'm originally from Jersey. Uh, yes. 
<laughs> Shout out to Jersey. Um, I am also a podcaster, uh, the host of Boss Ladies Connect podcast. I am a mortgage loan officer. I am also an author. I am a mother of five. I have a blended family, uh, four biological and one um, bonus son. And um, what else did Nakia say? Let me <laughs> make sure I get everything. Um, yeah, and so I've been married for 14 years and um, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you and for the grandmother. And you're yes, a and I'm a grandma. Yeah. Wow. Although she don't look a day I'm over about to 30. say, you don't look it. It's the best these new age grandmothers looking. Right. New age grandmother. Yes, Next. I got a grandbaby. Next, we have our Tiffany May. Hi, everybody. I am um, Tiffany May. I am unique because I'm born and raised in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived in North Carolina my whole life. Um, I am a mother of two beautiful children, um, Zoe 10 and Stephen 9. And um, I have a husband, been married 16 years. In August, it'll be 17. Gosh. Oh my gosh, 17 years. Um, I actually am the uh, owner of DTT, which is Desired Touch by Tiffany. Um, I focus on cupcakes and events um, and daily um, I actually am a general manager at a restaurant so uh, got lots of things going on but I'm trying to think did I miss anything um, that's me I shouldn't have to put you on blast she does so much more but I'm gonna just leave <laughs> I believe it I believe um, it <laughs> desire by Tiffany I just have to put her on blast with that because her cupcakes if you have not had a cupcake by ETT if you have a birthday party and I know she 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 does not advertise herself because she gets so on many purpose <laughs> so but today is a special episode because we want to really pay honor to mothers mothers are so amazing and unique and special and they only get one day a year like I don't get that <laughs> like every day like you know yeah you're right but I'm like we grew a whole child and push that child out of our bodies. That's huge. That is amazing. Like I could grow a person. Like that is just blows my mind. Um, but anywho, today we're going to celebrate mom. So we're gonna have a fun episode tonight. So we're gonna start off with a game. We're gonna play Never Have I Ever Mommy Edition. And so those of you who are listening, you have the opportunity to say yes or no in your car or at home, or if you're on the treadmill, whatever you're doing, you get the opportunity to play with us. We never have I ever Googled my child's symptoms. Me. Me. <laughs> Me. I'm a doctor. Mommy slash doctor. There well, you go. You know, mm -hmm. when they have like that little lump on their neck and you have to be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And you go on to Google and be like, where's that lump? Okay. Um, never have I ever ran an errand just to leave the house. Me? <laughs> Raise your hand, Tiffany. Tiffany, you don't raise your hand. Oh, wait, you have? Yes. Okay, okay. Is that, is that bad? Is that bad? No, but it's something that we actually needed to do though. I just picked that time to do it. Does that count? <laughs> yes, that counts. Never ever have I ever cleaned my kid's face with my saliva. 
I used to hate it. Like mayonnaise. You know, they get to a certain age and they just be like, mom, don't do that. Like you get it's like my you kid is mom, don't put your spit on me. <laughs> But you know, they about to go into the school and you got to get that crust from the oatmeal they had. You're like, oh my gosh, they're going to think the order, yeah, the eye or whatever. But exactly. you, we, we do what we have to do, moms, okay? Hey, we're almost finished. Never have I ever spent a night in a hospital with a child. Me, plenty of nights. <laughs> oh, I have too. Plenty. Like overnight? Overnight with, the hosp- right. overnight with a child in the hospital. My son <laughs> and my, my daughter. Yeah, two daughters I did. But guys, you know what I was just thinking about? The fact that you say no is such a blessing. I was sitting here thinking, thank I didn't want to turn this whole conversation yeah. left. And I'm, oh, I'm that's about fine. to start thanking God because I'm that's like, a blessing. That's, that's a, a blessing. blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah. You know, c- c- being in a hospital with your child overnight is such a scary situation, especially when they're like having breathing problems or in Lexi's case, seizure or anything. Like, um, mm-hmm. I think that you you don't realize how much of a blessing it is to not have been overnight with a kid until you have to do it so that's yeah. a blessing well praise we god <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely um, and last or last one never have i ever ate my favorite meal or snack outside or hidden in the house so i wouldn't have to all share. day <laughs> double me <laughs> Where do you guys, where do you guys hide in the house to eat your snacks? I, I have to go outside. Home. I don't bring it in the house. Oh, <laughs> oh I yeah. let them go to their rooms and then I'll pull it out. Or have you ever been, have you ever been caught by your husband? Have you ever been caught? Yes. So they go to bed. Oh wait, you eating? Well, me and Akita, we used to make like, after the kids went to bed, we used to make Pillsbury Dill cookies. <laughs> they didn't smell them? That's what I was thinking. They didn't smell the cookies? They were in the bed. That is so funny. And take them upstairs. My mom's a little kick in. I'm like, oh, I need to save some cookies for them. Girl. I um I I was caught by Kevin eating pizza in a car twice. He was like, This is what you do. I just gonna go home from are you eating pizza in the car when you come home from work? I'm like, I just want a snack. (laughs) I just want it for myself. Oh god. Uh, we want to jump into some questions that would shed some light on uh, motherhood. And I thought that these were interesting questions because mothers everywhere realize hindsight is 2020, right? We all realize some things that we wish we knew um, about mothering. So what is a mommy truth you wish you knew before having kids? And I'm going to give each of you an opportunity to answer that. What is one mommy truth or mommy fact that you wish you knew before having kids anyone could start i guess i can go i'll just say the very first thing that came to my mind um is i wish that i knew that you parent beyond 18. oh that's good I, i mean i just had in my mind that like i'm done like 18 i'm just waiting till 18 <laughs> and it's kind of and that's it and i just really I, for some reason, I didn't think that parenting continues after that. And so that's something that I definitely wish I would have thought about. What do you, what do you think that it would have made you do differently if you had that mindset that parenting goes beyond 18? 
that's wisdom, Tisha. That is. I don't want to say that I wouldn't have had as many children. Um, you know, I'm thankful for all of my my kids, but I think I definitely maybe would have. I feel like in a lot of areas I rushed a lot of things, looking to get to 18. And I think in hindsight, I probably would have slowed down and maybe focused on helping better prepare them go beyond the age of 18 Um, and prepare myself too, (laughs) because yeah, I I think that I was just kind of like, well, for me, I had my kids very young. I don't know about the rest of the ladies, but I had my kids, my first daughter at 19. And so I was just very much um, and then I had them back to back. So I was just very much trying to get things done and get to that 18 year old finish line that mm-hmm. that was not the finish line. And so I just feel like I probably would have like done some things differently, knowing that this is like a longer parenting is for life. Yes. 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 Wow. I love that. Um, I would speak next. I would say it's okay for everything and for you not to be okay. Um, I would say, you know, as it relates to making sure the house is pristine clean, um, making sure that you follow a schedule, um, that's not good mental health <laughs> when you're dealing with Amen. kids. <laughs> um, sometimes it's okay if your house is a little dirty, you can clean it the next day. So I think a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have everything just so, and ultimately it ends up hurting us in the end because we're putting pressure on ourselves. That doesn't necessarily need to be there. Mm, that's good. You are so right. And you're speaking to me. <laughs> I'm thinking Listen. the cleaning queen, the cleaning queen over here. It can cause, it could, it could cause you to have a, a nervous breakdown, especially if you're trying to, to just meet your own, you know, mm-hmm qualifications of what it means to be a mom and so I love that because now you're just kind of breaking that stereotype of the perfect mom and the perfect house because it does not exist so it does not good. the perfect schedule does not exist and guess what even if it did it's going to get jacked up by a kid who has somewhere to go so or some poop right or some- <laughs> Nakia how about you um, there's so many things I'm thinking of, but if I could just choose one, I would say letting my children just be, I think because of the way I was raised and things that had happened to me in my childhood, I, 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 I realized that I was projecting my fears onto them mm. and it doesn't have, what I went through doesn't have to be what they go through. So I kind of like was keeping That's them good. in the shell and keeping them in this box and my kids are still, you know, young. So they're only um, soon to be 10 and seven years old so I still have time to kind of let them be but I realized you know keeping them in this shell was making them ignorant to certain things I'm like why you don't know that I'm like oh my god like I'm keeping them in this box <laughs> so I was like I wow. gotta let them you know be free and just trust that God's keeping them and protecting them because I'm constantly praying for their protection but I don't want them to be afraid as well because I remember one time my I was always praying for my kids we would pray together before we started to go to school but I was praying my fears so the first day of school my son wow. well the first week my son goes mom maybe he was praying about me not being bullied <laughs> I was being bullied today and I was like what so I just had this whole like wow. I almost had a panic attack because I said this is the one thing I was praying against and it's the one thing that happened 
But instead of praying, like, you know, he'd be able to defend himself or something or be able to handle it, he just started crying. And I was like, oh my God. So it was like a wake up call for me to not project my fears and keep them into this box, but just let them live and just grow and experience and learn from these things. Because if I keep them in a box, they're never going to learn and be able to function as adults. So (laughs) when you think about not having things that happen to you happen to them and trying to protect them and you can literally create a cave of fear for them you you just basically are passing down their fears so that takes a lot of and sometimes when your kids get a little older explaining to them why you can't do certain things like you know my children are are um teenagers you know in high school and they still haven't been to a sleepover (laughs) you know because there's certain things I won't I just I'm just like Exactly. who's going to be watching you you guys are the parents going to be camping out in the room with you like <laughs> so like you, you it's hard to let go and not and not parent from a place of fear but I, I thank you for saying that because that's just a really powerful point so the second question I have for you is if you had one superpower as a mom what would it be <laughs> it's like does anybody have a, I know we so many so many we could choose but does anybody want to start off I'll just say wisdom I, I just feel like you know I was so young when I had my kids and I, there was just so much that I didn't know um and I just feel like you know having a family of five five children they all have different personalities. They all have different needs. They all have different gifts. They all have different things that they are in need of. Um, and you really just need the, the spirit of God and the wisdom to help you know how to, how to meet and serve them the way that you know God would have you to serve them as a parent. I would say mine is the power of the mind, I would say, being able to read someone, it kind of piggybacks on yours, Leticia, um, knowing how to necessarily be able to read their mind or emotions or be able to understand, because a lot of times, um, sometimes we just don't understand, especially in that baby phase, you don't know what they want, you don't know what they need, but you still learn the cries, Um, and then as they get older, you know, dealing with the transition from, you know, being independent and not being independent from that that fourth to the fifth, from four-year-old to the five-year-old, and then going into the preteen years, that's where I'm at. Um, so there's a lot of emotional things going on. So kind of really understanding what our kids need. Um, and I think, like you said, Leticia, that, that would help as they get older in their relationships and understanding. Um, but I mean, the funny, the cool thing about it is we grow too in that process. So I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to know because I'm right. a better mom. I'm a better person because I had to figure it out. I became a detective. <laughs> yes. um, I would say resilience. Um, I went through a lot with my children. My pregnancies weren't easy. And then they both were in the NICU. My daughter was there for four months. And then my son was only there for 10 days. But, you know, he had was in and out of the hospital. When we talk about the hospital stays, my son was in the hospital five times his first year of birth, uh, his um, his first year. And 
it was rough. <laughs> so I had to do that. You still have a toddler at home and trying to just navigate your own emotions because you end up back in the NICU. You think like, okay, everything's going to be great because it's my full-time baby, but no, we're back here in the NICU. And not only are we back in the NICU, but we're in and out of um, the pediatric hospital. So, and constantly seeing surgeons and stuff like that and him being constipated. So going through all those different things and, you know, still showing up to be a mom, still showing up to not allow myself to break or to fall. Uh, still trying to show up for myself, show up for ministry, show up for my husband. And, you know, I was stretched thin, but, you know, we, I felt like my, my superpower is resilience because I was able to get through all of those hard times and not be in a straight jacket, <laughs> blowing bubbles somewhere. Those things that I learned from, I learned a lot about myself in that and the strength that I carry. Um, I didn't think that I'd be able to go through what I went through in parenting because you would think parenting would be blissful. Um, <laughs> it's a little rough in the beginning for us, but you know, I've got through it and I'm still here and I'm able to encourage other parents and other moms who have gone through the NICU experience because of it. That's excellent. And as a oh, man, I, I answered the question as if what superpower I wanted. <laughs> oh, wait, oh no, no, that is, that is what superpower. Oh, so I did it wrong. <laughs> no, you did it right. No, you did it right. <laughs> no, no, no. All the answers were, were perfect. Um, if I had a superpower, okay. I was, was going to say something cheesy, like the superpower or get my to-do list done with the blink of an eye, like <laughs> extra hand. <laughs> like, um, what's her name? I, I, I love Judy. Uh, Judy? Or, like, yeah. like, like, oh, close to be done. Her nose. Yeah. Like, yeah. Her nose and it's like, done. Um, <laughs> which, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if I had a superpower, because so something Tiffany said too, because everybody says something great. It's almost like you don't want to, you don't want your children not to have pain because yep. that's how they will grow. And you yeah. also don't want to be able to have all the answers because that's how you grow. Um, but I do, if I had a superpower as a mom, I wish I had the superpower of response prolific response and when I say that I mean like I can't wow. fix for them but they know when they come to me that I will have the exact words and say it the exact way and the exact tone that they need to receive it so that my response would be it will bring automatic calm um, it won't fix the situation because only God can do that it won't take the pain away because only God can do that but they know for some reason when I go to my mom and she says, she, she tells me what she has to say. It's like, I'm going to be okay. You know, mm -hmm. as they get on the background, <laughs> but you know, I, if I had, if I had a superpower, it would be for, and it goes back to what Tisha was saying too, about wisdom, just having the exact response that they need to hear in their love language, the correct way, the first yes. time. Knowing if I had that. Oof, I, because I'm an impact. I already. What did you say, Tisha? When you were saying that about your mom, that that is like just what I was thinking about. Like, do I need to give a little? Do I need to give? You know, pull back. Do I need to just say something? Do I need to just pray? Do I need to just run over there and do? You know, like just knowing. That's what right. What a powerful, you know, what a powerful power that would be. Because then, I would know. Oh, she doesn't need you to say anything. Just hug her. 
that would be just an amazing power. And I, but you know what? The beautiful part mm -hmm. about trusting God in this process of being a mom is that he gives you the wisdom, as you were saying, Tisha, for us to be able to do that sometimes and learn how to respond to our children in the way they need to be responded to. Mm -hmm. Because I, I thought about also having the power to put my hand on them and then just take away any pain they may be experiencing. But then that wouldn't be life. They, no. they wouldn't grow and that would be taking away that experience that they need to go through in order to avoid future troubles. So yeah. anyway, um, I think that, that this was amazing. I love your superpowers, ladies. Um, <laughs> lastly, guys, we're going to, ladies, we're going to share our favorite scripture. So what is our favorite scriptures? Oh, mine is, um, second Corinthians, uh, 12 and nine. And I love the scripture because it just, it really gives me. It, it really gives me that push I need on the days where I feel like I'm done. Like I could literally read the scripture, break down and crying and conquer the world that day. Okay. So the scripture is, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for that, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I love that because when I am feeling weak on my days where I feel like I have the world on my shoulders, mm -hmm. I'm like, God, you said your grace is sufficient for me. Yes. And I'm so reminded that in these moments is when God can show his muscle. Grace is sufficient, covers all bases. Um, yes, it does. But first Corinthians 16 and 14, let all that you do be done with love. Oh. Listen, <laughs> When you don't know what to do, when you upset, when the kids don't clean the room, when they don't listen, when whatever's going on, just remember, do it. Whatever you do, do it in love. Mine's is Joshua 1, 9. And it says, have I not yes. you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you with you wherever yeah wherever you are I think <laughs> yes. um and for me it just you know I think you know as the kids get older um and deal with different things um experimenting with different things I think I've just really needed even when they were younger because there were just so many <laughs> Um, just a reminder, like, have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous and not, um, not to be afraid of what we see or to really, I think what stands out to be discouraged, because I think it, it can be easy to get discouraged, um, during this journey. And so that's just been something that I've been, that I have taken in to remind myself that, oh, the Lord straight told me to be strong and courageous and to take that disposition. So that's my scripture. What is Deuteronomy 28, 28 and 12? Um, and it's kind of long, but the only part that I wanted to point out was the fact that he said he will bless the works of your hands. So it's like, whatever mm -hmm. I put my hands to, I know the Lord is going to bless it when it comes to my parenting and when it comes to my household, my businesses, like the Lord is going to just bless the works of my hands. I love that. <clears throat> and as, as moms, we have our hands in a lot of different things. And so I think that just hearing that scripture is encouraging mm -hmm. that no matter how many different things you're doing, 
that God will bless the works of your hands. He's blessed it. That's scripture. Like, that's like, he's telling it, whatever your hands touch, forget the Midas touch. We have the power to overcome the enemy when it comes to our children. And we have the love to love our children unconditionally and be excellent moms and love yes. them the way we're supposed to. Like we have it. And if you feel like you're not an ex yes, and if you feel like you're not an excellent mom, then start saying you are one. That's, That's right. Start, start saying who start you are. That start it. speaking it. And the Bible says to come to him boldly. So you boldly tell That's the right. Lord, God, thank you for helping me to become an amazing mom. Thank you for yes. allowing me to walk mm -hmm. in that excellence. Thank you for blessing my hands and everything I touch, you know? And I think that, that that's just an amazing way for us to leave this conversation is to, with boldness, mm. feeling strong, feeling empowered to be the moms yes. that God called us to be so that we can command the next generation to be who they need to be. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to like, share, and subscribe. Also, feel free to visit our website at www.bewellcc.org for more resources and services. And as always, we want you to be well, be in good health, and prosper. Take care.